forward to it every week we absolutely do and we're hearing from more and more of our listeners and that is exciting and we want you to jump on board and you can text during the show and it comes to my phone 24 7 365 which is kind of cool about google text now i love it so i'm going to get uh give you that number right now 727 because that's our area here in florida 727-888-4171. And that's our Google text number. You can get involved during the show if you like. 727-888-4171. And our email is goyard2014 at gmail.com. And a lot of times people have a lot they want to say, Dr. Angel, we found, and questions that they have. And it needs to be lengthy so they can email, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Welcome the emails. Love the emails. Right. So that's all fine. And our website website let's get all this stuff done right here get our housekeeping done goyard2014.org it's not a dot com that was already taken when we got this last year so it's goyard2014.org and so go there we have all the shows we started last september mid-september of 2014 and uh we are now in august which is crazy. It's gone so quickly, all these shows. And they're all on our website through July. And then at the end of each month, our webmaster, who is wonderful, goes and takes all the shows from that month, puts them on our website. And otherwise, they're on the Tantalk1340.com under podcast. Go to Go Yard if you want to hear last week's show and you missed it or whatever. So you can do that until they appear on our website. So, But we got tons already, almost a full year of shows. So Flown by. It's going very quickly, and I love working with you. I've known you for several years. And, it's uh, been about four years. Four years, okay. I know your sons, um, and um, you've been a part of my life and me yours, and it's kind of fun that now we're doing this endeavor together. So I have enjoyed this endeavor so much. It really is. It's fun and so exciting. So welcome to Go Yard, and uh, we started a series last week, which is really going to be only a two-week two two, series, mm-hmm. and a lot of our series go three or four, but this one is happiness versus joy, right? It's, yes, it's living the joyful life living part the joyful life there i get it right (laughs) living the joyful life part two okay so in order to start this topic tonight doctor we've got to define the difference between happiness and joy which we went over and over last week i know but a lot of our people may have missed last week's show if so we encourage you go to the website and it it is already up on goyard2014.org and you can catch that so let's talk about happiness very quickly. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking about happiness because we covered it so thoroughly. So what is it? We did. And, you know, happiness is 
a temporary feeling. And that's what we talked about it. Happiness comes from external things, meaning things outside of us. Okay. Um, it can be things, jobs, positions, but it's always something on the outside, ex- external. All right. Um, happiness, it, the bar is always changing. We talked about how our culture sets us up to yes. be looking, you know, for that, you have that new car, have that great body or have that new color in your hair. You know what? I was just watching, you know what the new style is right now for young people? To dye their hair like an older woman, like young girls with the gray hair. No kidding. I was like, oh my gosh, that old lady must have got a lot of facelifts. She looks be great. Kidding. She was 23. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm noticing you got new color in your hair tonight. Looks good. Oh, yeah. thank you. I did. And look I'm, crazy. I've got a little bit of gray coming in, but it's natural right here. This is, I earned all this. I did not do this out of a bottle. So, anyway, but isn't that ex- interesting? Isn't that interesting? I what a like- weird trend. But that's just it. The culture is always changing, and it's always setting new trends. And uh, it it's a bar we can't keep up with we as much as we try. And one of the we talked about joy or happiness being this trap. Chasing okay. happiness is a trap. Trap. Okay. And because you can't attain it. Right. Can't keep it because it's right. temporary. Right. So we're chasing temporal something very temporary, which is not a really good investment of our time, money, energy, and then resources. So a lot of times happiness has to do with other things, not, it's not within, it's more of a Only reaction. It's, mm-hmm. it's a reaction to something that is happened to us, like a new car or a new outfit or whatever. True. And so the trap is, is that it can derail the entire course of our life. Okay. We can fall into Whoa. addictions. We can fall into self-destructive behaviors. We talked about it. How it could derail marriages? How it can, it can derail our lives. Well, we're chasing these things. Whatever it is that we think is going to make us happy. Right. We're leaving behind or not taking care of our business and we could lose it all. Wow. Okay, so it's very serious, this topic, in a way. We're having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Last weekend tonight, I know we're going to have fun with it. But it is a serious topic in that people get caught up in the happiness um, kind of, uh, what's that that wheel? Of, it's it's uh, what's a hamster it? wheel. Hey, there we you go, hamster, the hamster wheel. wheel. Where we're just going around and doing the same thing over and over again. And so, so much of our society, doctor, they are controlled by this happiness uh, this this search for happiness, don't you think? Absolutely, and it's a search, and it's where we put our time, our energy, in, and we're going, and we might feel happiness for a day, maybe a couple hours, maybe a week, but it's a feeling. Feelings don't stay. They're temporary. And you, we mentioned two C words, begin with C last week, and we said that ch- that happiness has a lot to do with chasing it. We chase happiness. We chase it. Okay. And the reason we're chasing it is because every time we, it's like running a race. You know, yeah. when you run a race, you know there's a finish line. Right. Would you run a race if every time you were getting close to the finish line, they moved it back another half mile? <laughs> I mean, you would never finish the race. But isn't that true with happiness? That's though? happiness. People, culture constantly changes things. That is so weird. The example you just gave about <laughs> kids wanting to have gray hair. I mean, really. I know. Isn't I that don't wild? mind the little bit that I have, but I can tell for years people have been trying to eliminate gray hair and not. No, now they're purposely getting it. I'm like, I'm 40-something, and it's going to happen quick enough. It's going to happen quick enough. Yeah, I wish I were 40-something. But anyway, okay, back to joy, however. It's another word that begins with C, and it's not chasing it. You don't chase joy, do you? No, you cultivate joy. You cultivate joy. Boing. That's a bell ringer. Absolutely. You cultivate joy. Well, what does the word cultivate mean to some of our listeners who may not even know what that means? First, you have to choose it. 
Okay. Ah, another C word. Another C word. Ooh, what's choose. The yeah. You have to choose it. Then you have to purposefully plant the seeds and you have to continue to help it grow. You have to do things and feed into it to cultivate it. We, last week, when we really went in this in detail, we likened it to growing a garden. Okay. Because we'll plant the seed, we'll add the fertilizer, a little water, a little right. sunshine, not too much. And as it grows, the roots grow deeper and right. becomes more secure and more firm. And that's how joy grows in our lives. We cultivate that. And the more it cultivates, the better the roots are and the more firm it is. So it's a conscious decision. I hear you saying the difference between, I mean, it's a conscious decision when people go out and have retail therapy, right? Mm-hmm. To be happy. I mean, that's a conscious, I think I'll go shopping and buy myself something, you know, but when it comes to joy, this is even more of a conscious decision than happiness. Don't you think? True. Because it's something you have to continually do something to cultivate and help it grow and nourish it. You can plant the seed, but if you don't feed into it, you're just going to have a seed of joy and a seed of joy is some joy, but it's not what we're really longing for seeking for so we can't buy a seed of joy at walgreens no or target Mm -hmm. so what are we going to do if we want to find a seed of joy our audience is saying where do i go find that dr angel well we're going to find that tonight here on go all right this is good so we're going to talk about you know we discussed that joy is that internal thing it's that stability it is a state of being it's not a feeling so it it has it we talked about it showing that it gives us the balance in our life and helps us with stability oh because it becomes my my flower glasses that I talked about last week, it becomes a view, the lens that we will interpret the rest of what happens around us. Well, I know last week as we finished that show, you asked our audience to think about what are they chasing, right? Absolutely, I did. Okay, and so that this intro that we've just done here about happiness and joy, it's time to start chasing some joy. So to, not necessarily to chase it, but to cultivate, cultivate that joy. It. Because when we're chasing something, it's like running that race that they're moving that finish line all the time on you. You're not getting there. It's fruitless. It's exhausting. You're buying okay. into the lie. So let's buy into truth. Okay. So, all right. How do we find the seeds? Doctor, we're how do we find the seeds of joy? Tonight's show is all about tools to help us cultivate, find seeds and cultivate them. Okay. So all the things we're going to identify are seeds. Okay. And as you develop those, that's cultivating that seed. So we'll give examples as we go through tonight. Now, are seeds individual? What do you mean? I mean, would a seed of joy for me may be different than a seed of joy for you? Absolutely. Okay. However, there are some components that are generalized. So I might say, for example, do something you love. Okay. Is that, that is, a seed? That's a seed of joy. There you go. Number one, do something you love. Okay. But what that means to me and what that means to you and to our listeners may be totally different things. Okay, so give us examples of something you love. And what do you mean by do something you love? Are we talking about work? Your your nine to five, your your what causes you to have money? That it could be that. Okay. That's what somebody wants. It could be, you know, going and sitting at the local Starbucks and relaxing and having that hot tea or that great cup of coffee you've been wanting to have. It might mean hitting out on your kayaks and going to the bridge and just having some alone time. Mm -hmm. It might mean Calling a friend instead of, you know, on Facebook saying, hey, how you doing or whatever. Pick up the phone. Talk. That's a good point because don't you think our society is getting so, and I do text a lot for my business, and, and I do do that. I will say for business, it's great. But when it comes to kids and grandkids, they tend to want to continue to do that too. And I want to hear their voice. Absolutely. You know, so I will tend to 
put pick up the phone and try to call them because I want to talk to them versus just text with them. So go so ahead. it's the things that you love. Maybe it's having a manicure. Maybe it's getting your hair freshened up. Maybe it's getting a massage. Maybe it's going to the park and having a picnic lunch. It can mean what it means to you. Gosh, I, let me tell you, one of the best things for me is that I live within seven or eight minutes from the Dunedin Causeway. Okay, I used to live four minutes away, but then I moved a little further. But seven or eight minutes, I can be right there on the water in my kayak or sitting right there with my beach chair, reading a good book or resting or, or talking to God. I spend a lot of time talking to God right there in that place. And that to me is so great. And and I can feel the joy rise up within me when I know, oh, just this morning I have two hours or I have three hours I can spend out there, you know? That to me is is wonderful. That Absolutely. being outside in nature, the birds, the water. You know, I think for me, the one thing I love is I really love reading for pleasure. It's okay. something that I've had to learn to grow from being in school and only learning reading to learn and had to, right. to relearn how to read for pleasure again and not race through books. So I set a chapter allotment that I can only read one or two chapters a day. So I'm taking my time and enjoying wow. the process. And, you know, go, I just went on vacation and I brought three pleasure books that I just wanted to have the time to read. That's, and cool. that's Just that fun novels or fiction. Fun or... Reading for fun, for enjoyment. Right. And uh, that to me was doing something I love to do and right. taking that time to do it. So that's a, a seed. That's do a something seed. you like to do. Yes. Some people like Not to garden. Like love. Love. How did, yes. What if, what if knit. our knit? Oh, yeah. Some people like to know. I don't know. I know. I don't either, but some people do. Uh, what if a person listening says, I don't know what I love to do? Well, then that's when you got to start doing things and finding out what it is you really love to do. Because you're right. Sometimes we let our lives get so away from us, we don't even know what we love anymore. A friend of mine about 18, 20 years ago bought a kayak and said to me one day, do you want to go out to the causeway with me? I want to try out my kayak. Sure. Let's go. So she's out there paddling around. Pretty soon she gets up to the, she says, do you want to try this? I said, ah, I don't know. You know, I, that's not something I, I don't know. How easy does it tip? You know, that, that temp, which I've never even tipped now in 20 years, not once, <laughs> but she says, oh, come on, try it. And I, I remember that day, doctor, being out there on that water for the first time paddling in her kayak. And it wasn't, five days later, I had my own, you know what, because I found something that I like. Oh, I love this. Being out there on the water, dolphin around, fish flying, just clear out there. There's so many wonderful things you can do in a kayak. It's great. So I found that by experimentation, somebody kind of helped me there. Absolutely. And that's what we'll encourage our listeners to do is start doing things. And when you love it, you'll know it. Yeah, you'll know it. You'll know so, it. Okay. So you'll know it because it's just fun and it's enjoyable. And it brings you joy. Brings you joy. And there's a seed right there. And there is a seed. Hmm. How's that different from happiness, though, doctor? If people say, okay, that that's a seed, you call that joy, but that doesn't make you happy? Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Well, happiness will result <laughs> when we do things that we love. Right. But that happiness is a temporary state, like we talked about, and that okay. joy is 
that long-term state, that okay. state of being. So <laughs> I tried joyous. to trick you there. No, you can't. No, that's a good one, though. Because even I can think about a book and, like, totally release that okay. feeling of joy in Me, my body. I that, do that with kayaking. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's that's the joy that we're looking for. Okay. So it's not just you only feel it while you're doing it. It's it's something that becomes And you. it's something that when you have those these things that you find are seeds of joy, you can share that with those you love. And, I mean, you can build that with your sons. Hey, mm-hmm. let's learn to read. Let's l- do that. Yeah, that um, didn't work very well, by the way. I don't like to read. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, last week my four of my grandsons were here, and so we went kayaking. And even the youngest, who's four, was out there loving it, absolutely loving it, and wanting to paddle by himself and all of that. So that's something that they equate with me. And when they came down, they said, "We want to, are we going kayaking? Are we going kayaking? Because they did this last summer. So, And he was only three last summer. So it's it, it, something you can pass to others is my Absolutely. point. Absolutely, you can pass it to others. I know with my kids, they took on my sense of adventure. I love to travel. Oh, you I love are adventure. adventuresome, yes. And, you know, they have totally just embraced that. And it's become a part of them, too. There you and go. So, but I think it's also bonded us together as a family. Right. On top of becoming something personal. So joy right. is... And it's contagious as you do it and you experience it. It's like you want to share it. You want, and it may not be that I want you to, I know you might not feel joy doing adventure, but you, there's something you're going to feel joy doing. Right. And I want you to find that because it's exciting. And bringing that up, I was telling my son who was here last week about when he was first born and it was the summer in the fall of 73. And Cincinnati Reds baseball were hot that year, the big red machine. And, I mean, I didn't miss a game, and I was now a stay-at-home mom with a baby. And I was telling him, this is when you fell in love with the Reds. And he was laughing at me, and he said, I was a baby. And I said, yeah, but look at you now. You're one of the biggest Cincinnati Red fans. He has box seats a lot of times. He's grown his kids up in baseball, and I did. I taught my sons how to play baseball and my daughter. And so, you know, it's something we pass on, isn't it? It's kind of like a legacy of joy that we give away. Ooh, I oh, like I love that. that. Write that down. It is a legacy. A and it legacy is. of joy. And when people yeah. are close to us, think of those activities that we should be the ones they're thinking of because they've experienced it with us. Or It's our legacy. Almost always for birthdays, Mother's Day, I get something that has the Tampa Bay Rays on it. I've got, I've got a blanket. I've got a beach bag. I've got all these things for my kids because they quit equate. In fact, my son, who's the announcer on the show, Ryan, is the one who named the show. Uh. And because he said, Mom, when I think of you, I think of baseball. This is serious. This is how this name came about last summer. And I was there with him visiting, and he said, how about go yard? That means hit a home run. I go, I love that. That's it. And that's that's what happened. So this is interesting that the legacy of joy that we give out by the things that we do. Go ahead. Absolutely. And so that's what we're wanting to instill. And that's cultivating joy. And as you do it and as you experience it, you continue to grow those seeds of joy. Yes. Wow. Um, carrying a pocket charm. This is a tangible reminder. A of A pocket charm? Yes. I know. It's kind of weird, isn't it? It really isn't because I also have one. So I, but I want it, our audience to understand what it is. But it's what something that tangible to give us those daily reminders to cultivate joy. Many years ago, um, a very dear uh, mentor of mine, um, whom I love very much, 
handed me it was a little purple um like marbly looking thing with a butterfly because the butterfly to me was a symbol of hope and of freedom and of overcoming and she gave it to me and it has never left my side in all these years it's probably been at least eight years now oh my gosh and every time i see it that reminds me of freedom and where i've been and how i've overcome and cultivating that those joy and that's that tangible reminder for me of right all of that package of what that symbol meant right that's cool and we can have them different things i have a little rock and it says abundance on it because i got it at a time when i was really financially in a very bad place and um got that rock and it sits right on my desk sometimes it's in my pocket sometimes it's in you know just sitting on my desk um but whoa we got a lot more to talk about here seeds of joy but we need to take a break and so don't go anywhere stay with us on go yard this is a fun show Professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. Is it time to consider a new pool enclosure or beautiful screen room for your family's enjoyment? Family owned and operated, Boils Aluminum is the place to call for timely installation of all types of seamless guttering and screen enclosures. Boils Aluminum is A-rated on Angie's list and with the Better Business Bureau. Check out their website at boilsaluminum.com or call today for a free estimate at 727-504-9354. Mention this ad for a discount on your project. Boils Aluminum, treating you like family with honest and reliable service. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products.com Celebrate! Love that song. Dr. Angel's in here dancing in the studio, (laughs) Big Ed. 
kind of crazy in here. She can't contain herself. So kind of fun. And we should celebrate life, shouldn't we, doctor? It's a gift. It is. I was at your 40th birthday party, by the way. Yeah. yeah even though you're not in your 40s. You just turned. And it was wild. And you were crazy out there dancing your little self away all night long. It was fun. <laughs> and fun. we I think this was one of the songs you danced to. Absolutely. It so <laughs> it was kind of fun. So joy brings it brings it brings joy. Joy does bring joy. <laughs> That's profound, isn't it's it? Very profound. So we were talking about a pocket charm, things that remind you of joy. Absolutely. There are something maybe joyful in your life or right. you know, whatever. Tangible reminders, concrete reminders. Right. That help us to continue to focus on those positives. Because life is not always going to be positive. Exactly. And when you're going through those moments, you know, it's nice to have something I can pull out and I'm like, it takes me right back. I remember this was this is kind of what they say in Weight Watchers. They call it an anchor. It remind it anchors you back to what you're doing. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. And what else can we do? Give us some more tools, Doctor. A new another seed. We can smile at strangers. Smile at strangers. I know this sounds silly. No, it doesn't. But it's true. It makes people wonder what you're up to if you're smiling. It really kind of does because people <laughs> don't do it anymore. No, they don't. They're, everybody's little you know, bulls, you know, walking around and frowns on their faces. Cracks me up. It's true. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We're like, I'll hold doors for people and they're like surprised. Like, People don't do those things for people anymore. But smiling at strangers is amazing. First of all, when we are chasing happiness, we are stuck in that selfish mode because it's all about me, 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 me. Because my happiness counts only thing. And so when we are smiling at strangers, we're cultivating joy. First of all, a smile is a friendly, joyful gesture. There you go. Um, To seed. We often go around our lives and we don't even notice the people that are in the stores or around us because we're just so focused on me that I don't even see what's going on around us. I don't know what other people are going through, but everybody could use a friendly smile. Oh, that's good. And so, and the thing with smiles are they're contagious. They are. You know, when you it's smile, hard not to smile, smile back. back. True. It's hard not to. And it just totally brightens people's days. And it's right. one of the things um, working, I work in a, a large office and that I try to go through every day and smile and say hi to everybody in the office every wow. day. No matter how I'm really feeling, how tired I am or what's really going on or how stressed I am, it's that I'm going to smile and say hi to everyone. You're planting seeds right there. Planting the seeds. That little joy seed of smiling. But even when I go get gas or when I'm in Publix or, yeah. you know, just a smile. And it doesn't take much effort to smile. Wow. Okay, like that, mm. like that. Music does that. I mean, look at what you were just doing in here, dancing in your chair. If anybody could have seen you, that was fun. And, you know, and recalling your 40th birthday, you danced the whole night away. And so, uh, woo, it, it's kind of fun when we allow music to do that for us. Don't you think that that True. can bring seeds of joy? Well, the seed is creating the mood for joy. Okay, there you go. So that's the seed we're trying to do. And music. Music is absolutely a great tool because music is, has a strong, as a power to evoke very strong feelings in it us does. and reactions. It does. A song can take you to the very depressed, sad state to a completely happy state. And it really doesn't matter what else has happened around you. Right. You know, when I hear Celebrate, I can't sit still. You and can't I sit still. could be sitting pretty miserable. And so music is strong. So I encourage, I use I have a playlist that I love that I made. Right. That are, it's my joy playlist. It's the songs that make me, f- that invoke those reactions, those feelings. Some is just musical. Some has words. Some is my Christian music. Right. And 
that's my that's my playlist. Well, you mentioned that, and um, back several months ago, I bought a little Bose speaker because I didn't even have a stereo anymore. You know how those things have changed, and our music's on our phones and our tablets. And I bought this little Bose speaker. Well, it changed my life so much. I bought them for my sisters and and other people. My and, and it was just like fun because hooking that up bluetooth to your phone tablet whatever suggestion audience easy to do go to pandora you can create the the list you know the radio stations for yourself there's so many things you can do but for me personally the the praise music the christian music is what propels me into that place of when especially when i'm discouraged or overwhelmed take a few minutes in my office turn it i did this yesterday i was overwhelmed with paperwork on deals and stuff and turning that music on just sitting quiet for a while and starting to feel myself feel better and praising god for me personally i don't say that for everybody that's your choice but for me praising god pulls me out of those difficult times and moments and most music is a powerful tool. it is yes uh, for me in my own life um, when i was nine for my ninth birthday i was given my very first amy grant album yes oh, album wow a record i am dating myself <laughs> and a long play an lp yeah and my song that was my favorite song as a nine-year-old little girl, I'm Gonna Fly, has been my favorite song for my life. And I can't hear... Amy Green is that joy-invoking singer for me. She has, like been that solid thing throughout my whole life that has wow. brought that joy. And it doesn't matter where I've been and where I'm going. I can pull in, I'll put my uh, one of her 20-something albums in, and I it just brings me there. So it's music is so, it creates our, it, it stirs our passions, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, even like romantically, romantic music stirs people's passion. Well, for God, it stirs my passion for God. And it, and music is a huge tool, I believe, and seed for mm-hmm. joy. Absolutely. And that's setting the mood for joy. Right. Um, along with music is scent. Scent. Like smells. Smells. Okay. Yeah, well, here's smells. the deal. That's when we're interesting, talking multi-sensory doctor. smells hit our brain first. A lot of times when people remember very, um, maybe traumatic or yes. very se- secure Good memories. Point. The smell. If you hear smell a smell that was there, it'll pull that memory. Or, or bad memories. It could be good or bad. That's what I'm right. saying. It will pull that right out from you. Wouldn't even. Oh, I forgot that for 30 years, and you smell that smell. It's right there. It's in the right forefront. there. Isn't that true? That's how the brain records our memories. Whoa! So if we're wanting to cultivate joy, that's helping to set that mood. Okay. By letting our brain record things, because smell is powerful at utilizing our brain. So there's aromatherapy. There's scents that relax us, or there's calming yes. scents, lavenders or mints. For me, it's anything tropical. I'm going to tell you what. It reminds me of being at the beach. If I me have too. coconut. Me too. I have little waxes in my <laughs> office at work. And I melt like the coconut ones or the pineapple ones. Right. And I'm like, I'm feeling that joy. It brings me to those states. It, that does for me also. And that's why these candle uh, manufacturers are doing so well. Because this works, doesn't it? Absolutely. It plants it a seed in you. And it's funny because I'll notice like on um, some of the days when we have a lot of clients coming through the office on, um, I won't burn it because some people are sensitive to smells and I'm, I'm in the front of my office. And so I won't burn them that those days. And I can tell my, it changes me when I don't have that. Wow. Wow. Very good point. I like that. So it hits our brain first, you say, smell yes, versus. Smells hits your brain first. Before a, a, a memory, a sight. Mm-hmm. The or smell, feeling, the touch. touch. Yep. 
It's how our brain records information. Very interesting. So let's use the power to help us cultivate and set that mood for joy. Okay, I like that. That's a good way to cultivate joy. Okay, so find that scent that reminds you. Again, I'm like you, the beach, that that just does it for me you know i have i don't have it on this phone now but i did on the last phone have a uh, the ringer was seagulls the problem was because you know i was at the beach i couldn't tell if my phone was ringing or <laughs> and my grandkids were going my gosh is that your phone or is that the seagulls so you know it's like okay i changed the ringer finally but whatever it but that reminded me the waves coming in sure and that's it and that's what we're trying to do and okay. so um, last week we hit on this seed. I just I don't want to pass it this week without saying it again is exercise and nutrition. Yes. We talked about, you know, our body releasing endorphins and right. endorphin being that joy drug that we naturally have in our body. Wow. So we also talked about it doesn't have to be being that rugged, going to the gym all the time. It can be taking walks. Take a walk. Getting on a treadmill. Swimming. I yeah. mean those releases endorphins. So could be going to the beach and swimming or the right. lake or just sure. those active things. And those are cultivating that joy because it's releasing those positive endorphins that are what we need. And endorphins are those chemicals in our brain that, that are make, naturally there. They make us feel good. And so when we release endorphins, we're well, there's no side effects. It's not going to burn out our liver or our kidneys or raise our blood pressure. or It's not, you know, it's not doing those things to us that many synthetic medications do. I think last week you called it the joy pill. It's the joy pill. It's I like a natural that. joy pill. Natural. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. All right. We talked more about that last week. If you missed last week's show, you need to go back and hear it. So just moving your body makes a big difference, doesn't it? Instead of staying in the same place. Mm-hmm. I mean, sitting at my desk chair, because as realtors in my company, we work from home. Uh, we don't go to the office that much, but we're out showing homes in and out of the car and all that kind of stuff, of course. But when I have a whole day of paperwork and I'm sitting there at the desk, after a couple hours of that, I mean, I'm aching. I got to get up. I got to walk. I got to take Zoe out for a walk or something. I got to do something because it, it it's you get in a rut, you know? you know? Absolutely. You know, it's funny because I have one of those watches that have track your fitness. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. It's very nice. And since I've worn it, I'm going to just tell you, I have totally increased my movement and I've noticed the change in my own life. I try to get 10,000 steps every day, which is my well, goal. And that, re- that and it controls that? Okay. And it tells me. So if I sat for like an hour to say, maybe you should take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Technology at its finest. But it's a great tool to help me remind to keep moving and going. So <laughs> Okay. All right. That's good. How about humor? Because you and I love humor. And that's one thing I think that works on this show. We just love to have fun. We, we do. This, the show is fun, and we love to have fun in life. You know, your boys and and all of us hanging out different times, like your birthday party, which was hilarious. Anyway, um, humor it, it's a it's a seed of joy, isn't it? It is absolutely a seed of joy. You know, Reader's Digest, um, with popular newsprint, had an, a section: laughter is the best medicine. Right. It's so true. Yeah, absolutely. It's so true. Last comic standing, I always watch that. And um, there's my grandkids were showing me some new comedians on YouTube that were cracking me up. And uh, just just stuff like that really do help us, doesn't it? Absolutely. And so research tells us that people who can maintain humor in their lives outlive people who don't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Get ready to say that again because I got to ring my bell, doctor. Say that one more time. Research has found that people who maintain a sense of humor outlive people who do not. 
That's huge. That is majorly huge. Want to live longer? Learn to laugh. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because I was um, working on a project of interviewing centurions, which are people who've lived to be 100, and I'm wanting to find out what 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 do they share in common? What's going on with these people that they've had these quality of life? And I'm not talking about the centurions who are, are in the nursing home. I'm talking about centurions who are still living on their own right. or with minimal assistance and wow. still having a quality of life that's amazing to me. And as I talk to these people, one of the things I found in common was they just learned to laugh at themselves and to find the humor in things. Whoa, that's cool. That's Isn't really that cool? good. Yeah, I agree. I think humor is a big part of of really enjoying life and having that seed of joy. Absolutely. You know? And we need to stop taking things way too serious. You know, if you can't find humor, turn on YouTube. You will be amazed at some of the things people put oh, on there. Oh, totally. It's hilarious. I, totally funny. Absolutely. And what about those who can't laugh at themselves, doctor? Because I think that is true for a lot of people. They cannot laugh at themselves. They take, as you said a minute ago, they take life too seriously. We do. And we need to take a stop and take a step. And sometimes it just, we really do need to laugh at ourselves. We do some of the most silly stuff or say some of the things that just come out at awkward times. And it's funny. It's okay Mm -hmm. to have done something silly or, you know, outrageous and it's it doesn't make you less than you oh know? i know uh, i'm a doctor and i laugh at myself all the time i do some of the most make some of the silliest mistakes ever possible right. and everyone's like oh you're a doctor well but they make great stories don't you do. think doctor i mean seriously I, I mean years ago i remember as a pastor i remember preaching a sermon and i was talking about jonah in the belly of the whale but what came out that day was jonah in the whale of the belly no no jonah in the Oh, I just had it and I forgot it. But anyway, it was totally and completely. Well, people didn't let me live that down for a real long time. (laughs) Whale of, yeah, whatever. And uh, funny, the things that we say as humans, we need to just learn to laugh about that and enjoy the fun of it. It is. It can be serious. And it's so funny because I can be, you know, usually when you're more stressed, you make some of the more silly mistakes. And I could be having a moment where I'm feeling that intense, intense stress and do something completely insane and just bust out laughing. And it just changes my whole day. I just remembered it. Bale of the Welly. Oh, there you go. Jonah in the Bale of the Welly. There you go. (laughs) All right. So learn to laugh at yourself. And so enjoy that. Go to YouTube. That's one of the biggest sources of crazy things. Key and Peele. Those comedians are totally crazy. There's great comedians. There's great ones Uh, We use it in therapy with kids when they're, especially trauma therapy. And we would go to YouTube and absolutely. Humor is important. Laughter is important. All right. That's another seed. Okay. Um, Whoa. We've talked about... The, that the the importance of a pocket charm. We've talked about smiling, music, sense, movement, Doing humor. Something you love. Do something you love. And and the show that follows us, Gene. We love him. He's our friend. He does this show about jobs, and his main premise on that show. And you and I were on his show a few weeks back. Is learn to find work that you love right exactly because then you're not working you're doing what you love and that's what we're doing here on go yard we love this so we're not working this is not work whatsoever (laughs) Woo! tell me about uh something else give me another tool enjoy enjoy beauty enjoy beauty all around us wow Um, I know I've mentioned on many shows that I will just take little computer field trips and go visit Machu Picchu via the internet and look at the beautiful pictures people have put up or Alaska. I love, I love that. 
Um, you take field trips on your computer? I do. It's cheaper, isn't it? I call them mind vacations because I might be there for like an hour, but like my whole body feels really renewed. Seriously. Seriously. Oh my gosh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make a star beside that. I've never taken a field trip. I've been wanting to see some different places in the world and may never have time or money to do that. So that's a great idea. So, um... Yeah. Absolutely. How do you do this? I mean, you just Google. I Google. I'm a Google queen, so I Google. Sometimes I'll look for Google images. Sometimes I'll go on YouTube and Google if people have posted videos. Sometimes I'm just all kinds of stuff. You will be amazed wow. at what you can find, depending on where you want to visit virtually. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. But it, it's How does that bring joy? I'm enjoying beauty, beauty, and a lot of it. I love nature, beauty. So yeah, I do too. Um, Birds and oh, flowers and to go see like the Grand Canyon, yes. and the ocean. Oh yeah. But you know the interesting quote, and I'm gonna I'm quoting Anne Frank here. And for anybody who doesn't know who Anne Frank is, she was the little you probably girl. better tell our audience. She was a little girl that her family went into hiding when the um, the Nazis were putting the Jewish people in concentration camps, and they okay. lived above a warehouse for a long period of time where they couldn't move all day because the warehouse had acted mo- people working, and if their family had been caught, they would have been killed and put in concentration oh, camps. My. Yeah. And this little girl was about 13 or 14, I think. Anne Frank, and um, her quote is. Think of all the beauty still left around you and be happy. Whoa. And that oh, is Oh, I like that quote. You're going to have to say that again. That's a bell ringer, doctor. Think of all the beauty still left around you and be happy. That's, that's amazing. Or find joy. And that's what we're looking wow. for. Wow. Because and, so often people get depressed and they just get so discouraged. They don't come out of their house or their recliner or they're just stuck in a rut in whatever way it be. It's maybe same job forever and not looking at the beauty. Not looking at the oh, beauty. And there's wow. so much around us. And so enjoying what's naturally around you. And then if it's not close, you get on the internet. You know, that's interesting because there's times that I will in the evening, if I, ha- if I don't have evening appointments showing homes, I have a couple hours. A lot of times I'll go grab a sandwich and I will just drive to, not to sit out in the sun, but just drive to the causeway to watch the sunset. I do it by myself. And you live near the beach and you do the the same thing, don't you? (laughs) Isn't it amazing what sunset does? Uh, The last Friday night, my grandson, my oldest grandson, Chase, and I were driving back from a real estate appointment up in Land Lakes. And we had the top down on the car and we're driving along and he goes, Nana, look. And all of a sudden there were the most beautiful bursts of bright pink, bright blue. And he said, my grandson said, God is painting all those colors up there. And, and Chase actually is a painter. He does artistic stuff. And he said, I can picture a picture I want to do. From that sky, it was so cool. We were just driving along with the top down on the car. It was awesome. just, oh, that man. Is beautiful. And I'll never forget that night. And I don't think Chase will either. It was a great memory for us together. Look at the joy. I can see it on you. You can't, can't you? Because it was fun. And all the way home, like 45 minutes, we got to watch this sky unfold. And it was just cool. And we just kept talking about, look at that. Look at that. What do you see there? You know? Fun. Absolutely. I remember just real quick, when my kids were little, we'd go lay on the yard and we'd look up at the clouds and make the cloud pictures. Yes. It's just the simple things that we can find to enjoy beauty. Yes, absolutely. Enjoy beauty. For some people, it might be art or museums. For some people, it's natural beauty. Beauty can mean a lot of things. Absolutely. What else, doctor? Keep a joy journal or a joy box. A joy box. Yeah. Never heard of a joy box. I've heard of a joy journal, I guess, but... 
a joy journal is kind of recording the things that happen in our lives that make us feel joyful. If it's a memory or event, like the, or taking a picture of the sky, maybe it's a scrapbook type thing where people might put pictures or write words or record memories. Right. A joy box is similar in idea, except it's a box that you might put memory stones. I keep like my, I have one. I have a joy box and I have like stubs of Amy Grant concerts in it. And I have letters that the kids I taught when I used to be a school teacher, the kids had written to me over the years. I have letters that my clients have given to me or people that I love and cards. And that's my joy box. So when I'm feeling like life is really hard and questioning things or just feeling low, I whip that out and. In an hour, I am back on You're track. You're back on track. That joy has just been rejuvenated inside. I've got a joy file in the file, but the problem is I don't go open it. I go visit it. So, you know, and just recently, one of my clients um, who does woodworking, when I went to show them a house, she said, here, I've got a present for you. And she gave me this beautiful wooden box that she built. And may, it's just gorgeous. I mean, it's just beautiful. And so I could use that, couldn't I? You absolutely could. And Absolutely. I start putting things in it. And you just put little things in it, whatever it is. It could be trinkets, pictures, cards, letters. I mean, I got, I was in the hospital and the little kids made me all these little get well things. I mean, I have all of those little Whoa. things. It's a small box and I got a decorative one. So mine actually can sit like in the living room and people have no idea what it, it just looks like beautiful butterfly box. <laughs> but inside is all my joy. Ooh, I like that. All right. And when we're talking about writing things or whatever, I, I, I want to throw this in because for me, the word of God, okay, brings me joy. And there are so many times where I'm having a hard day, whatever. And if I sit down and get my Bible out and read a few Psalms or read some scripture or just re- read a story about the humanity of people, you know, mm-hmm. and how God pulled them out of a mess, it brings joy to me. That A seed of joy spiritually to me, there's no substitute for that. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And that's a great that's an amazing way yeah. to start cultivating that joy. And there is a spiritual component. And for oh, people absolutely. who believe and have a spiritual um, belief system in their life, that's that's one way you cultivate and plant those seeds of joy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, <clears throat> wow, that's good. A joy box. All right. <laughs> uh, what else? I mean, I love all these tools you're telling us. We're going to recap them in just a minute for those who want to grab a pen and a paper and write some of these ideas down so that you don't forget these because this show is full of great ideas for planting seeds of joy and cultivating them. Doctor, what else? Well, one of the things I really want to make sure we don't miss tonight is I want one of the things is approaching life's challenges and trials from a redemptive point of view. Redemptive. I like that word. Spiritually, that's a great word. Redemption. Redemption. It is a a great word. And um, it implies second chance, right? Absolutely. It implies second chance. So when we're going and facing the hardships of life is seeing this from an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to gain new strength or to try tools that you've already learned. Right. Um, Maybe to help with your purpose. I mean, If we talk about the spiritual component, one of the verses that's been a lifelong is all things that work together for good, who those who love the Lord and are called by his name. And that doesn't matter. All things means everything and anything. And so 
But even if we don't have that spiritual component, we can still look at that redemptive side of our struggles and our hardships. And and really, it, the things we learn in life do come back those lessons. If we if we learn choose to learn those lessons and not become bitter and discouraged, and that's a whole nother show. Absolutely. But if we take those things that happen to us, maybe painful, a divorce, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, losing a job, whatever. And so often I've found in life, because I'm just a couple years older than you, doctor, that if we can look at those things, those disappointments and discouragements as a stepping stone to the next event. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. I remember when I was learning to face things and every time I'd look back, I'm like, man, I'm much stronger now. I've gained this. I've gained that. It's stunk in the moment. So now when I just see all this hardship coming, I'm like, oh, here we grow again. Here like, we it's grow again. I love that. For growth. Here we grow again. All right. Okay. I got to write that down. Wait a minute. Got to ring my bell too. Here we grow again. I love that. And so when we look at life that way, it does plant seeds of joy. Absolutely. Because now I'm not looking at all this hardship so negative and woe is me and bad is me. It's There's an opportunity here. Right. There's growth. There's lessons. There's challenges. And it's an opportunity. So that Absolutely. redemptive second chance second chance helps us cultivate joy. That, that whole concept is is everywhere in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, David, fresh start. Thank you, Lord, for a fresh start. You know, and when we look at life that way and not. And not from an attitude of this is forever, my life is doomed because this person broke up with me. You know, there are other fish in the sea, right? Absolutely. And so while we're looking at the redemptive view, (laughs) I also want us to learn to take the long view. Okay. Okay. What do you mean by that? I'm a long myself. view. All right. Ask yourself that question, doctor, instead of me asking you. Sorry. <laughs> see, no, I'm being silly fine. and I'm laughing at myself. That, see, isn't that fun? It Are is. we having fun? Yes. Um, you know, when people invest in the stock market, um, the market changes moment to moment, sometimes hour to hour oh, during yeah. the day. And yeah. what the market is today it might not be that tomorrow, maybe way up, maybe way down. And so when we invest, investors tell people to look for the long view. Right. So if you put your money in today and you're going to keep it there for 20 years, we're wanting that growth at the end of 20 years to be what we're looking for. Now, at year three, you may have tanked most of it or... They don't want you to look at the lows and the high ups and downs. You may have gained way a lot. You may have lost way a lot in those interims. We're looking for that long view. Right. That's life. We have the ups. We have the downs all the time, sometimes multiple times in a day. Right. But we have this long view. Where are we trying to go? What is my purpose? Where is That's my great. joy? I like where that. Is my, oh, know, I like that. Where am I aiming for? Yes. And our so, goals, our long-term goals. Absolutely. Yeah. Our long-term purpose or right. our legacy or whatever it is that that long view is we're looking for. Look for that. Find that. You know, raising kids, I've had to look at the long view the entire time raising kids. And so, you know, my job is to get kids to be productive, happy, you know, adults. Right. And, and, the, and the interim has been a rocky yes. ride at times. But we're getting there. And right. that's the long view. So if you're in the middle of a stress Learn to breathe, too. Learn to breathe. Learn to breathe. Take some deep breaths, right? Yes. Take time out and breathe. Breathing is the simplest way to control our moods. Okay. Wow. Doctor, we have come to the end of the time. So give us a quick little summary of what you wanted to say quickly. You got just a couple of minutes. Uh, A minute. A minute. So do something you love. Carry a pocket charm that reminds you of something. Smile at strangers. Set your mood for joy. Use music. Use smells. Get up and move that body. Learn to laugh and find your humor. Keep a joy journal or a joy box. Surround yourself with joyful people. Approach life's challenges redemptively and look at the long view and don't stop breathing. Woo! 
all right. You did that pretty darn well, doctor. And I'll tell you what, you may not have caught all that, so you could write it down, so you'll have to go back and listen to this show again, and I think it'll be a joyful experience. Ha-ha. <laughs> anyway, this is always fun on Go Yard, and uh, woo, happiness versus joy, but really this show is all about learning to live with joy. Absolutely. All right. Okay, it's been fun, Dr. Angel. Any uh, words of encouragement for our listeners? Something you want them to do? Assignment? We'll start finding a few seeds this week and start planting. Start planting and cultivate those joy seeds. Okay. All right. This has been Dr. Angel <laughs> and Mama Mac bringing you Go Yard on this radio station. Have a great week. We will be here next Thursday night at 6.06 p.m. on Tantalk1340.com live and on Starcom uh, Media Network all around the world. See ya. Good night. By the way, because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you know what happiness is to you. Thank you.